With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 1.04% APR for 36 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Jason Lipschutz, Senior Director of Music at Billboard. How are you, Jason? I'm good. I forgot my title for a second. So, you know, that that happens, but I'm the Senior Director of Music. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) Well, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and discussion of our titles. On Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news about how Megan Thee Stallion Savage featuring Beyonce jumps to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart or should I say gallops, to number one, Ah. while Future clocks his seventh number one album on the Billboard 200 chart with High Off Life. In addition, we'll be discussing Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's new single Rain On Me and why certain superstar pairings like Gaga and Ari break through and make a lot of noise. Uh, And Keith and I will play Fantasy Collaboration, where we pitch our ideas on what future team-ups we'd like to see that we haven't that haven't happened yet so uh i'm excited it's, it's like fantasy it's like fantasy football so i'm making it sports related oh, just for jason thanks man uh, before we get started of course uh if you enjoy the podcast subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you never miss an episode and if you want to explore more podcasts from billboard visit billboard.com slash podcasts that is plural Alrighty, let's do the chart chat First up on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart, for the fourth straight week in a row, we've got a brand new number one single, as Megan Thee Stallion's Savage featuring Beyonce jumps from number five to number one. Now the track added Beyonce to a new remix a few weeks ago, and the song has seen great returns ever since. Um, It just had to wait a moment until it had its chance at number one. It's the first number one for Megan. Congrats to her. And the seventh number one for Beyonce, uh, who last hit number one with another collaboration. 
if you recall, when she similarly assisted another song well after it's released, when she hopped on Ed Sheeran's Perfect, that song hit number one in December 2017. Now, Savage replaces Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's charity single, Stuck With You, which debuted at number one a week ago. Uh, That song actually falls to number 13 this week. Before that, Doja Katz's uh, Say So, featuring Nicki Minaj, led for a week. And then a week before that, the Scots from the Scots, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, ruled for one week. So that is the fourth week in a row where a collaboration hit number one. And that comes after 32 straight weeks where the number one song was by a solo act. So when it rains, it pours. Um, Could we see another collaboration take over next week Uh, at number one? Well, time will tell if Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's new Rain On Me will debut atop the tally. So stay tuned to Billboard.com. We have a lot more up on uh, coming up on Rain On Me. Uh, before that, uh, elsewhere on the new Hot 100, uh, in terms of new pop singles, uh, Jonas Brothers' new single, X, featuring Carol G, debuts at number 33. I really like that song. Uh, while Katy Perry's Daisies debuts at number 40, and that is the first single uh, from her next album, which we discussed last week. I was going to ask you what you thought of the uh, Joe Bro Carol G song. I like it. Yeah, I think good. the video's I think the video's kind of cute, too, considering, you know, how they had to do it in lockdown, but they made do uh, pretty well considering the circumstances. Yeah, just, just really quickly, I, I think that I've been impressed by how the Jonas Brothers post-Happiness Begins singles have not been phoned in at all like what a man's got to do and that and now x have have actually sounded really top-notch from them uh so they're just kind of continuing that that positive momentum from last year yeah it's 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 pretty great i'm all i'm all in for it i'm 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 all for it um next up over on the billboard 200 albums chart future scores his seventh number one album, seven number ones, geez, as High Off Life bows atop the list with 153,000 equivalent album units in the U.S. earned in the week ending May 21st, according to Nielsen Music MRC data. Now that's Future's biggest week in terms of units earned for any of his solo albums. He had a Drake collaboration once that was obviously a lot bigger, but Still, for for a for a solo album, it's his biggest week. So, congrats to Future. Most of High Off Life's starting sum was actually driven by streaming activity, with sixteen thousand of its first week coming from album sales, and those sales were largely driven by merchandise album bundles sold via Future's web store, and also some signed albums that he was selling through the same store. And unlike last week's number one album, uh, Nav's Good Intentions, which we talked about on last week's show which had 100 merch bundles helping its first week, Future only had a handful, a relative handful, just 17 helping his first week. So congrats to Future. And uh, next week, it actually looks like another rap album could lead the list, um, at least in terms of early forecasting. It looks like Gunna's new album, Wanna, might start atop the list. And if it does start at number one, it would mark Gunna's first number one album. Would you call that a number wanna for Gunna? A wanna Gunna? A wanna wanna, a gonna wanna hana hana hana. Yeah, never mind. Oh boy, I like that gonna album a great deal as well. Um, let's talk about Rain on Me, man. Um, it came out last Friday, um, May twenty second, one week ahead of the release of Lady Gaga's new album Chromatica, 
And I can't love it more. I love this song. I, I tweeted yesterday that I, I listened to it three times when I was on a jog. It gave me a lot of, you know, a lot of inspiration. What what do you feel about Rain On Me? I was gonna say, does it did it give you life? Were you screaming yes at the top of your lungs as you were jogging? <laughs> I mean, internally I was, for sure. <laughs> um, I you know, I'm I'm all in on a dance pop gaga, you know, and and I'm I've, again, as we've talked about repeatedly on the show this year, like the fact that dance pop and disco pop is making this return, it I think it's awesome, and I think um, I think people are are rightfully excited by new Gaga music, and you know when you have uh, new Gaga music, meaning like when it's like dance pop music, where you know after a moment we didn't have sort of dance pop from Gaga, and now she's kind of bringing it full force with an album that's taken her back to the dance floor, but also a new single that teams her up with Ariana Grande. So you have like these two superstars together. And I just think it, it, it made for a really compelling combination, I think to the public at large. Yeah. I, I think it's a combination of a, of a few things. Why this, this works so well. I, I totally agree with you that Gaga in full dance pop mode is, is really still so impressive. Uh, I think that, Ariana has has moved a little bit away from it, but when you get her in that sort of uh, electro pop break free mode, that it's also going to be really successful. And then yeah, and then also the the fact that you know they they both can sing the hell out of this song, and it has a really really flashy chorus that that's immediate. Like you know you know the line, "I'd rather be dry, but at least I'm alive." Rain on me, just after one listen. So. I think everything really works on this song. I think, you know, it's it's interesting how, you know, this song feels like it's an event record. And that's getting harder and harder to do these days just because everyone seemingly collaborates with everyone else. Jason, why does it seem like this is really a pop culture moment? Or am I just crazy and I live in a pop music bu- bubble and maybe I just like gaga and ariana's pop music in general or am i seeing it the wrong way or like how do you feel about this do you also feel this is an event record yeah it, it does feel like that i think first of all the fact that they've never collaborated before second of all the fact that as, as you pointed out gaga doesn't really have that many collaborations it's it's kind of like tony bennett and bradley cooper and then beyonce for for telephone and videophone but you know we we updated uh, the list of Lady Gaga's best collaborations ever. There really aren't that many, <laughs> and in, just in terms of you know outside of the Star Is Born and and her stuff with Tony, there aren't that many huge team ups on her records. So I, I think that that rarity and honestly I think that it's an event record because everybody in in this trying global time is looking for some kind of fun escapist dance pop and they deliver that really well i think both artists artists uh are just complete experts at that and you know to hear them pull it off this successfully like i said this is kind of like a one listen record where you immediately get what's going on you watch the video they're having a a total blast with the choreography i just think you know it's it's a perfectly timed kind of event single as as you describe it i i totally understand why there are so many people who are talking about this incessantly and listening to it and and it could have a big debut next week yeah i guess i was trying to think of you know who else lady gaga has collaborated with i guess you count uh colby odonis on just dance of course 
Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's not, I can't really think of that many. Yeah. I mean, Born This Way, her album Born This Way has zero collaborations. Uh, Joanne, I think, has one. I mean, obviously, she made that album with Mark Ronson and and a couple other people, but um, Joanne has like one collaboration. Like, she just she does these big projects with, like I said, like uh, Tony Bennett is obviously a a collaborative album, and then the Star Is Born soundtrack with Bradley Cooper all over it. But she doesn't really have that many. Like, she doesn't function in the same way as a pop star who has like a big album and we'll have like four or five songs with with collaborative artists she just doesn't do that that often yeah but chromatica is going to be that album yeah she has not only the ari track but there's also i think a black pink track yeah isn't elton john on the album am i wrong yeah so (laughs) it's 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 a little bit of a new look for her i mean you could go back to i think art pop had a had a couple in terms of you know the uh jewels and drugs and and do with you do what you want but uh, and obviously the fame had that song with Flo Rida. Who could forget that? Starstruck, of course. Um, but yeah, it's just it hasn't been her M.O. for a while. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of excited that she's doing this, though. You know, it's, it's interesting how, you know, Gaga hasn't a ton of collaborations. And on the other hand, Ariana has made a number of collaborations with her, other folks, including some people that she repeatedly collaborates with, like Nicki Minaj. I feel like there's like three different songs they've worked together on. There could be more. Yep. Um, but there's something, there's just something about the combination here of Gaga and Ariana together. So I'm, I was trying to think like, why is Ariana the right artist in this scenario to make Rain On Me feel like it's more of an event record than others? Setting aside, so, so you know, obviously addressing the fact that like Gaga infrequently collaborates, even though Ariana does collaborate with people. I mean, she just had a number one with Justin Bieber a week ago. So I think it's, I think we can look at it by saying Ariana is probably at the zenith of her popularity so far. Um, you know, she's coming off of two huge albums, multiple number one singles, um, a huge tour. You know, she's at the height of her powers. Gaga herself has actually transitioned to a new plane of popularity. She's now an Academy Award winner that has proven her popularity in film and TV as an actress beyond music and stage performances. And really, Gaga could have done anything she wanted after A Star is Born and its number one soundtrack and its number one Hot 100 hit and Oscar-winning single, Shallow. And she's, and, and, and she's choosing to make a return to her dance-pop roots with Chromatica, um, or at least what we've heard so far with Stupid Love and Rain On Me. So I think it's a combination of... Gaga doing a dance pop return, which is always newsworthy. It's like, ah, oh, return to your roots. How Gaga is now on a different level of stardom now, post A Star is Born, post Oscar. How Ariana is at the height of her pop power. And the fact that the song itself in video is like a stomping piece of dance pop that gets <laughs> a lot of eyeballs and ears to listen to it. Am I crazy? Am I on the right path here, Jason? Yeah, what do you no, think? I, I think I think you're you're spot on. And I, I wrote about this after Stupid Love debuted in the top ten. How unlikely this return to dance pop was for for Lady Gaga. Uh, seemingly, you know, you think about her last big dance pop album, which was Art Pop, and and her most divisive album, and she really kind of had to go and you know, into the musical wilderness a little bit. And she she made Cheek to Cheek with Tony Bennett. She made Joanne, which was much more rooted in country. She made A Star is Born. So, you know, she did not have to 
return to the sound that made her famous a decade ago. She's evolved so much since then. So it, it was, you, you know, it, you imagine if if Stupid Love had come out or Rain On Me had come out and it just didn't sound that great, it would be like, well, she's trying to recapture her glory days and it doesn't sound right and people would sort of shrug it off. But but fortunately, the, the music and the vision are just completely dead on. And I, I love both songs. Like I, I heard when Stupid Love came out, I just loved it. And the same with Rain On Me. I, I've, I've never really been this excited to hear a full Lady Gaga album, but it, it just seems like her vision is so uncompromising that I, I, I think it's going to be a, a great piece of work. Now, look, we've only heard two songs, but I'm, I'm pumped, mm. man. I'm, I'm honestly like really excited about this album. You know, at, uh, me too. Um, and, you know, I was also thinking, aside from what I just listed off a second ago, as I think more, because I love contemplating stuff like this, because I love thinking about, you know, why is it that certain collaborations and certain duets kind of break through and some other ones don't? People may not remember that there was once an Aretha Franklin and Whitney Houston duet a million years ago. Uh, and there was an Aretha Franklin Elton John duet a million years ago. But for some reason, those just didn't work. I remember they were positioned as event records, but for some reason, it just didn't work. And sometimes it's just lightning in a bottle, and sometimes it's just like the math adds up. And, you know, I also sometimes I think there is uh, something to the fact that you have two artists that are kind of on the same level in a way. You know, if, if Gaga had a rapper as a featured act on a track, it wouldn't draw the same sort of attention. You know, even if, even if it was a huge rapper, like even if it was Jay-Z or something, it still, it still wouldn't be the same sort of event. Um, and I think, I think it has something to do with kind of the chemistry, the previous successes and artistry of those specific performers, if they are similarly balanced, if they have kind of a similar trajectory in some ways. Um, and there's that big sort of what if X factor kind of, kind of pouring into it. Um, and I think Rain On Me is sort of similar to some other previous big pop female duets like, you know, The Boy Is Mine from Brandy and Monica or um, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey when they did When You Believe. Even though that wasn't a huge success, it still was kind of a big moment for the two of them because they had never worked together. Um, or even like Barbra Streisand and Donna Summer way back in the day on No More Tears, Enough is Enough. So clearly my brain has been working overtime <laughs> about this in the past few days, as you can tell, Jason. Absolutely. So who would you want in, in terms of just dream collaborations in the current pop era? Um, I'm curious who you would want to see collaborate in terms of just collaborations that would stop the presses and, and really grab your attention. It's funny, a few years ago when Barbara Streisand, speaking of Barbara, uh, the news leaked out that she was working on a duets record. And at the time, the scuttlebutt was that she was working on a duets record and somehow Beyonce was involved. Ultimately, Beyonce never ended up on the album and it ended up being a her her initial album that was, I think, Partners, where it was her paired up with male singers. And then the next duets album was her with like sort of other, part, other duet partners doing Broadway songs. But if you had something like Barbra Streisand, even though she's collaborated with a tons of people, but if you paired her with another great iconic voice like a Barbara, like a Beyonce or like Adele, that would be amazing. If Adele, if Adele collaborated with anyone, that would be huge, just because she doesn't. So it would be a huge deal, and I think that's why certain artists can be very sort of kind of like just sit back and be like, let me pick and choose who I want to collaborate with, and be very strategic about it. I mean, heck, in my personal world, 
I would love to see Madonna and Gaga do something together, <laughs> you know, now that they're actually friendly again. Um, I don't know if that'll ever happen, but, you know, a boy can dream. I love it. That would be awesome. Um, my, so what about what about you, Jason? Yeah, mine that I, I thought of were was actually two two artists who one is in a band, one was in a band. But if, if you think about vocal duets there, there aren't that many, which is. Uh, the 1975's Maddie Healy, who who has a couple songs with Phoebe Bridgers on on their new album, but uh, in terms of the kind of mega wattage, I, I thought about uh, a 1975 song with Harry Styles. I think that would be awesome. Like you think about Harry Styles, obviously was in One Direction, but if if you look at his his first two solo projects, there's like hardly any other voices on there. Um, and I I think that would be really cool. The the thing about the 1975 is for as you know, divisive as they are. And I, I love them. They're critically adored. Some people think their albums are overlong, whatever they, I think Maddie Healy, everybody would admit has a really, um, incredible voice and vocal range. And I, I think that just hearing him and Harry, uh, go toe to toe on a track, that would be cool, man. That, that would be awesome. I think that would make a, a lot of news too. Um, maybe I think we'll probably get a Harry Styles, Stevie Nicks collaboration probably before that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at that either. Well, I mean, clearly, as you can tell, we could talk about this until all the cows come home. It's something I, it's something I love pontificating about. What, what's cool is that we're also, um, I also want to shout out a, a really exciting collaboration from last week that we haven't touched upon, which is the weekend and Doja Cat, the In Your Eyes remix. I mean, the weekend's new album didn't have any featured artists and, and Doja Cat, obviously clearly one of the biggest new stars in music. The fact that they've linked up on a what I consider a really excellent remix, um, you know, it's it's exciting when this stuff happens. Now that example, if we're talking about, if we're trying to connect it back to Rain on Me, I think that isn't an event record because you have a male and a female voice together, and someone who is clearly like a junior, you know, blossoming star with someone who is very like a lot more established. It doesn't fit the same mold, so it's interesting, but it's not like oh my god, stop the presses. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that considering the amount of excitement around both of those artists right now, I think that, you know, it's a, it's a pretty cool remix that comes at a two weeks after uh, Say So hits number one. I, I think that the timing and the pairing just musically made a lot of sense and, and lived up to, to the hype. Well said, negotiating, Jason. Um, okay, well, we can pick this up for part two next week. I'm kidding. Maybe not. But now it's time for the chart stat of the week. This week in 2017, one of the biggest collaborations ever on the Hot 100 hit number one as Despacito by Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber jumped to number one. The song rose from number three to number one on the chart dated May 27th, 2017 and spent a total of 16 weeks at number one. It currently is tied for the second most weeks at number one with another collaboration, Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men's One Sweet Day. And now the only song with more weeks at number one, ahead of both of those, is yet another collaboration, Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus with 19 weeks at number one. Despacito, like Megan the Stallion Savage, was a hit before it, its featured artist jumped onto the track. Despacito, which is completely sung in Spanish, 
was already number one on Billboard's Hot Latin Songs chart by the time the Bieber enhanced version was released. Uh, The addition of Bieber, with a little bit of English singing from him at the front of the song, helped the track cross over to non-Latin audiences and ultimately hit number one on the Hot 100. Still, though, it's basically an all-Spanish song. Uh, The track was a global phenomenon and not only spent 16 weeks at number one on the Hot 100, but was also a uh, it also spent a record-breaking 56 weeks at number one on the Hot Latin Songs chart. The track would later win multiple Billboard Music Awards, including Hot 100 Song of the Year, and garner a trio of Grammy Award nominations, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year. So there you have it. This week in 2017, Despacito hit number one on the Hot 100. Despacito, this is how we do it down in Puerto Rico. I just want to hear you screaming, ay bendito. I can go forever. Alrighty, Jason, we've reached the end of our big shoe. Uh, any parting words? No, I don't really have anything. I'm excited to see where Rain On Me debuts in the Hot 100, so we'll, we'll pick it up next week. All right, so what song should we uh, go out on? You know, I was thinking about how much I love another Lady Gaga collaboration with a an A-list female singer, um, her Do What You Want with Christina Aguilera. Oh, curveball. I thought you were going to say something else, ooh, and then ooh, you surprised ooh, me ooh. there. That's a good one. Um, all right, see you guys next time. Do what you want with my It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.